Welcome back to the Chatter from the Cheap Seas podcast. I'm Jack. This is Sammy. Let's do it. Let's talk some sports. Sammy, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well today. It's uh, I've had a fun summer. We haven't been here for a while. But, Together, um, I know. I know. It's been, been fun, though. I've had a lot of things going on this summer. You know, both of us, we're doing a lot of college stuff, which is wild since we started this podcast, I guess, when we were freshmen. That's nuts. We started it during COVID. Started during COVID. So, like, probably, like, in between freshman and sophomore year. We started it, I think, at the end of freshman year. That's nuts, man. Which is, yeah, I'm kind of, that just hit me, like, right now, which is really weird. Um, but, yeah, Jack, how, how are you doing? How's all that um, college stuff going for you? Is, it's I'm a doing lot. great. <laughs> doing great. You know, the college stuff sucks, but Not it's much. a very short period of time. Once we get past it. We're gonna have then you're just waiting the rest of our senior year. And, you know, I'm, I finished all of my – so I finished my Common App essay, and I'm working on my supplemental essays. But the stuff that really sucks is just all the stupid paperwork that you have to fill out on the Common App and, like, all of the waivers you have to sign and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, it, well, it's a lot. Of, like, it's very tedious, and it's very, like, you're scared of making one really just, like, easy stupid mistake yeah and then it's just like oh my god like (laughs) which i like i'm gonna be looking over that thing like twenty thousand times before i send it i'm gonna just be like very very frightened that uh a mistake may be on the horizon because you hear all those stories about how people like type the wrong college name in yeah in one of their supplementals and then yeah yeah you can't do that if i was if I was like a college admissions person at that's Virginia and I get an essay saying, you know, I really want to go to Villanova University. I really <laughs> think that's going to be the place for me. That's an automatic friend. That's an X right there. You're not well, getting it's easy. I mean, it's already and the thing is about the process. It's just like it's crazy how much how many people these like admissions counselors have to go through. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So you have to imagine that with any criteria that they can use to filter you out, including using the wrong school in your essay, they will absolutely do that. And that's why for me, at least for me, at least I'm just, I'm trying, and we were talking a little bit before the show about this too, but I'm trying not to get too like harped on one school or harped on anything in particular, because I understand. And I've really come to learn that it's a total crapshoot. It's a total, like you can be, the most perfect person in the whole world and knock it in. And then someone maybe who's not as good as you gets in. Yeah. yeah, Whatever. Like, it's just, it's, it's very random. And I, I, I think I put myself in a good position, but whatever happens happens. And I'm sure Jack, you feel the same way. And it's just like, you know, at this point, we're just waiting to see, waiting to see. Waiting to see Sammy. When I picture the college admissions office, What does that look like? Let me tell you what this looks like. All right. Let's hear from Jack Feldman right here. So you've seen college admissions 
buildings, right? You go in for the tour. They show you the building. There's normally a couch. They maybe have a bench. They Very fancy. A, that building ooh, looks better than all the other buildings. I'll tell you that packages. Much. You know, okay. let me tell yeah, you yeah. what really goes on, Samuel. This is what is happening. If you go a little bit further and a little bit deeper, you go down that stairwell, a couple of flights, you get to the basement, okay? And this basement is a stone cold room, freezing temperature. There's a leak, leaking pipe, water's dripping, drip, 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 dripping down from the ceiling. There's a single singular light hanging down from the ceiling. It is dim, <laughs> it's flickering, it's going on and off, on and off, on and off. And in this room, there's a table with about six people and they're all wearing black, what's the word? Black turtleneck sweaters with gold chains and sunglasses. And there's one guy that's sitting in the throne, the head of the table, that's stroking a cat like Don Corleone from The Godfather. And people are just holding up, holding up applications. And that guy's either, he, he doesn't speak a word. He just either goes, thumb up, thumb down. And that's it, Sammy. That's what's that's what's really going on. We're un we're un we're revealing the college admissions process. That's the stuff you learn on this podcast. It, it really is. You think you come, you think you came for sports, but you you came actually for college admissions. But I mean that that's a that's a lot of what's on our minds at this point in the year, and it is it's crazy. It, it's a lot, but you know what? We'll be through it soon. We'll be on the other side uh, sooner than later, Jack. But you know. I think it's time after boring our audience with the college admissions process. Oh, that was finally come on. That was electrifying. <laughs> electrifying stuff. I think we're finally though gonna get into the sports. That is what we came here for. We're gonna get to it, and now's the time. We're gonna start with baseball, and what we're gonna do today, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. We're gonna go through every division, and we're gonna just talk. We are going to have some fun baseball talk today because it's been a while. There's a lot of fun stuff, a lot of changing landscape, you know, with in terms of playoff race. We're getting to that time of year. You know, it's almost September, which is fun. And we got some fun wildcard races happening and lots of chaos is occurring. So we're going to get into it right here. Jack, I'm going to put it on your plate. So what division will we start with today? So here's what I think we should do, Sammy. And, you know, if you don't want to do this, we can switch it up. But I'm thinking we start off in the AL East. And I saw John Boy do this on Talking Baseball, and it's a really good idea. I think we just spend about 30 to 45 seconds on each team. And then when we're done, we go back and we highlight discussions that we really want to talk about. But just quick hitters. We go down the list. We'll start off. How about the AL East? You know, that's a big division for me. And they just go quick, boom. I will be quick about the Yankees. I promise you will be quick about the Cubs. I promise. Oh, and I, I don't know that. if I can keep my end of the bar. Talk about that. Well, we'll, I'll try. conversations we want to have. How does that sound? That sounds great. Let's do it. Okay, so let's start off in the AL East. Let's start off with the Yankees. They've been one of the best teams in baseball for every month except for August. They're struggling big time this August. <laughs> I think they're going to turn it around and be a legitimate playoff World Series contender, but they got to turn it around because right now it is ugly. Yeah, Jack. And I think 
the trade deadline definitely leaves you a little bit confuzzled, as we like to say. You send Jordan Montgomery to the Cardinals. You get Harrison Bader back, who's hurt. And even if he's fully healthy, does that make sense? He's not really a huge offensive piece. You're already pretty set defensively if you're the Yankees in the outfield for the most part. So it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And after that, Montgomery's been great. The Yankees rotation has not been nearly as good. So I think obviously they have the talent to turn things around, but they're going to have to do it fast because last thing you want to do is go into October with bad momentum. Absolutely. Tampa Bay in second place in this division tied with the Blue Jays. I don't know. This Tampa Bay team, their pitching is really good. McClanahan's unbelievable. Their bullpen solid as always. But that offense doesn't scare me this year. It does It does not scare me as much as it has. You have some guys that have been pretty consistent. Yandy Diaz, not a lot of people have been talking about him quite as much. But with the Rays, I don't like to think of them as other teams, other superstar teams. They're not going to wow you on the stat sheet, but they're going to get on base. They're going to drive in runs. They're going to pitch very well. That's where they will blow you away with the numbers. But this is a team that Kevin Cash manages to a T. He's one of the best in baseball, without a doubt. And they're just a team that finds a way to win games. And they're going to keep doing that. And because of the talent they have with the pitching, McClanahan having possibly an AL Cy Young year, maybe even likely, um, I, I the Rays are always going to be a threat in October. Absolutely. Third place, the Toronto Blue Jays. This team can get hot very quickly, and this is a dangerous team come October. I want no part of the Toronto Blue Jays come October. No, you look at the Blue Jays on paper, and you could really make an argument that they're just as good as the Yankees are on paper. I don't want to piss you off. I think you can. The Yankees perform well, but the Blue Jays have so much talent. I think they have underperformed pretty vastly this year. They've really, since May or October, May or June, been hovering around that 500 mark, which they can very easily get really hot. And Jack, like you said, that's what scares me about them. The firepower in that lineup, the rotation, which is just absolute filthy. Kevin Gosman is very quietly having just as good of a year as he had last year with the Giants. So they are really good and very scary. Only thing that worries me a bit is the bullpen. Not as confident in that regard with Toronto, but they're a team. If they get hot in October, I I want no part of them if I'm the AL. No part. Next up, we got the Baltimore Orioles. They have the entire nation of support behind them. They're, they're the story of this they're season. They're in my division, for God's sake. What? Adley Only Rushman. if Ori were here. Where is Ori, man? <laughs> really? Where, where is Ori back? He would be talking so much crap right now, but they're coming. They're coming, Sammy. I don't know if they're here yet, but they're coming. Jack, if you're an Orioles fan listening, they're not here yet. Don't get too excited. They had one 14-game winning streak, all right? And I'm not trying to be, you know, whatever. And it's fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs. That's not happening, all right? I'm nipping that right in the butt. But what you have to like is the the flashes. Adley Rushman has been unbelievable, offensively he's getting on base he's slugging he's hitting for decent average not great but as a rookie 
I mean, very young rookies. Like I have a declaration to make. And the defense has been good, but with room for improvement. You see the potential there. The lineup, you're starting to see the pieces. Austin Hayes, Santander. Um, and, you know, it really just, it kind of sucks what they did at the deadline in a way. Um, you know, shipping off some guys because maybe if they don't ship them off, maybe they have a chance to make the playoffs. And they are right in that mix, but with all the other talent in the AL, especially in their own division, I just, I don't see it happening, but love the Orioles. Fun story. Hate to be the pessimist. Sammy, uh, I have a declaration to make, and I'm going to emphatically slam on this table as I make it to drive my point home. Adley Rushman is the best catcher in baseball. Wow. That, I, you know, I'm, I'm like, Okay. Now, you, we want to take a break because I would like to talk about this a little bit. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Okay. So, are we talking like right now, August? Right 21st? now. Don't care about projections. Don't care about his ability. I don't know. Five, 10 years from now. I'm talking about at this very current moment. He is the best catcher in baseball. When you look at what he is able to do, he's an elite. Defensive catcher, very good at framing, very good at blocking, blocking cannon for an arm. In his very short sample size, 824 OPS, 134 OPS plus. He's a 3.3 war player so far. He's going to win rookie of the year, in my opinion, in the American League. And this is a guy who can really be, if he can put up a 900 OPS, which I think his ceiling is more like a 950 OPS. Oh yeah, the ceiling. You know, the ceiling. A 900 OPS, which is I think very realistic for him in a full season. If you give him a full season right now to do that with his defense, he is a top 10 player in baseball. And I don't disagree with any of that when we're talking about ceiling. When we're talking about ceiling. Adley Rushman is right in the mix with anyone. I mean, I'm not just catchers. I'm talking any superstar, Aaron Judge, Otani, whatever, I don't care, you name it, he's right there in that talk, and he will be. I mean, it's what he's doing this rookie year is unbelievable. Best catcher in baseball. That's where I'm not quite sure I can do it yet. I mean, I don't even know for a fact right now if he's the best catcher in that division. Defensively, yes, but you also have Alejandro Kirk with Toronto who's been – doing some crazy things over there. I understand. Don't, don't And also, you know, my boy Jose Trevino, all-star catcher, by the way. All, all-star catcher, I I would not put him even close to that conversation. Sorry, my friend. You know, and I, I'll put in my own guy, Wilson Contreras. I mean, I, I would say Adley Rushman this year. Uh, Sammy, Rushman this year. I am a better defender than, than Wilson Contreras. Come on. That's not true. Yeah, I, listen. You put me Framing back there. I'm, is I'm on a knee. I'm framing pitches left and right. Listen, I might not be able to hit like him, but I'm a better defender than Wilson Contreras. Framing isn't everything. Contreras is not a framer. Um, and nah, it's it's a big part of that position. But when we're yes, talking arm, I think Contreras is still up there with the top three, even top two catchers in the league. I mean, he's right there. Yeah, I, mean, I understand where you're coming from. I'm, I'm the guy that defended Gary Sanchez for five years. But now I don't have to do that anymore. And I'm coming right at Wilson Contreras. He is a sloppy defender. And that's not the Mets, true. You, the Mets you, you really, I mean, you don't watch the Cubs. They man. weren't able to deal him in a year where the Cubs did everything possible hey, to try. Let, let, okay. Him, hey, and they couldn't let, do let's, it. let's save this for the NL Central talk. Okay. I have lots of things to say. Okay. All right. So we had some Adley Rushman conversation, but 
In There's Boston, one team you must start. Yeah, uh, Jack, you want to start off with the Red Sox? I'm sure you'd be happy to talk about their current state. <laughs> their lineup has still been – they haven't been great, but they've been good. It's just their pitching. Losing Chris Sale for the amount Chris of time – Chris Sale's been made. kind of an idiot. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. my least favorite player in baseball when um, we're talking yeah, strictly about – understandable for sure. And, like, you know, comments that he makes. I'm not talking about, like – off the field stuff because then I have some players I don't like more. But yeah, yeah, they're a team that they just don't have the pitching to get it done. They might slip into that wild card. I wouldn't be surprised if they awesome. did, but they're not making a run. No, well, and it's really to me very sad because it's a team that is so they're like they're almost bottom heavy in a way. I don't know if I don't know if that's the best description for it, but they're offensively. And it's been this way the past three or four years. They are one of the best teams in baseball. The lineup is an opposing pitching staff is very scary, but pitching and even defense, it's just bad. I mean, this year, until they traded for Hosmer at the deadline, they did not have a first baseman. And Jack, I don't watch the Red Sox often, but I can tell you, I saw at least four or five errors at the first base position while I was watching the Red Sox live and I barely watched them. So, I mean, it's just, they base they did not have a first baseman all year. I mean, Franchi Cordero was just unbelievably awful. A lot of guys that can do damage with a bat, but defense and pitching nowhere to be found with the Red Sox. And that's an issue. You, you can't, baseball is not just hitting. You have to play the other end also. And that's where the Red Sox, failed they just didn't do that yeah it is sammy finish my sentence the red sox defense is not it's really bad i mean i i, I think they might be the worst no, the finish my sentence <laughs> i was gonna uh, say it's not what you want thank you <laughs> there we go <laughs> all right uh so where are we going next are you going to nle's next or al central next let's go al central because this is a division Oh yeah. That I there's some there's one specific team that I really want to talk about. And Sammy, I have been known to talk about this guy. And we're gonna get there in a second, but they're in third place right now. We gotta talk about the Cleveland Guardians who are leading this division. And they've been really fun to watch. Their pitching has been really good. They always have a great starting rotation and bullpen. But Andres Jimenez has really been a key player this season. So huge. And the, the Guardians won the Lindor trade because Lindor, sure, he's been really, really good for the Mets, but he's not worth his contract. No, he, and he hasn't been the best shortstop yes, in baseball. He has, he has and that's what had that a substantial is. fall off since he's left Cleveland. Yes. I Oh, absolutely. And I think, honestly, that was expected. I mean, we weren't expecting Lindor to go, like, be the best defensive shortstop in baseball and post a 940 OPS every single season. I mean, I – it's, but yeah, I, I think Cleveland, you can definitely make an argument that they won that trade. I mean, it's uh, Jimenez has been unbelievable. And, you know, the conversation I was just having with you about the Red Sox, I think you can make the opposite conversation for the uh, Guardians, almost said Indians. I'm very sorry. Um, but the Guardians, they are very good all around defensively. Jimenez is the example of that. He's the shining star. He has been one of the best defensive players in baseball this year. You can make an argument for that. The pitching has also been very good. Bieber kind of holding steady with that rotation. 
Um, the bullpen, we've seen some fire out of uh, James Karinchek, who has been really good lately. Um, the pitching's good. The defense good. The offense, quietly good. Not superstars outside of Ramirez. Not huge home runs and not highlights, but kind of like the Rays in a way. They're driving the runs, uh, manufacturing, doing what they need to do. And um, But yeah, the, Indi- uh, the Guardians uh, had rightfully so in first place, but it's a very tight division. Three good teams right there. Absolutely. And what I really want to talk about after we get past the Twins, because we still have to talk about the Twins, blah, blah, blah. They always lose to the Yankees. Sammy, you have anything on the Twins? Not too much on the Twins. Um, similar, they've been kind of treading water, really. I feel like this division has been a lot of just like staying right around that. Five Byron Buxton is really good. I'll say mm-hmm. that. By- Byron, Byron Buxton has been very good. Uh, I still underrated. He does not get talked about enough. He is awesome. One of my favorite players in the game. I love him. Um, but, you know, the Twins have been very good. I mean, they had an underrated offseason, I think, the more we think about it. Um, with some of the pitching acquisitions, you know, Sonny Gray, um, definitely a big pickup, uh, just bolstering that rotation. And, uh, you know, I, I think the Twins, well, they'll stay right there in that mix in the AL Central. But I think let's move on to the team Jack wants to talk about. And also, to be frank, the team I want to talk about because they, they're just, they're such an interesting team. So interesting. Sammy. I have. Oh, no. oh God. Six words for you. Get Tony Larusa out of baseball. That man <laughs> does not deserve to manage a baseball team. He is clueless. He is intentionally walking hitters when they're up one, two in the counts. He's listening to fans. From the stands with suggestions, he's falling asleep in the dugout in the first inning. That is not a man that is fit to manage a professional baseball team. I 100% agree. The move baffled us when it happened, and my TV just started making random noises. Let me turn that down real quick. Okay. I am back back and ready to attack the day okay uh anyways tony tony la Russa, yeah i mean he, they shouldn't have hired him in the first place and when you don't have uh, you know captain of your ship uh, to you know write you when you go wrong it's going to be tough to win games and that's where the white Sox have been you know i don't want to discredit you know they've had a ton of ton of injuries i mean more than any other team in baseball just absolutely blindsided really um so many guys going out and it's not like long-term stuff but it's just like day-to-day things that like they always seem to be victim to but it's been a lot of misfortune for the White Sox this year but yeah Larusa, I don't know how he's still the manager but this is a team that can absolutely go and win this division they're right in the mix by far the most talented team in this division that's not a question I mean the talent is right there it's clear as day um, they just kind of have to put it together. Once some guys get off the IL, that's when this team can make a run, win this division, and frankly, do damage in October. Um, I think the Guardians have a little bit of potential, not so much the Twins, but in this division, the White Sox are the team still that can do the most damage in October. 
They just have to get over that hump. Stop treading water. They've been so mid this year. They have to They've stop been being mid. Been mid. Stop being mid. Stop There's not being a mid, mid talent team. The talent is not mid. It's make like, it a quote. Stop being mid, Sammy. Stop, honestly, let's do it. I want t-shirts. I want hats. I want arm sleeves. I want posters. I want it all. <laughs> I will get a tattoo. Tattoos on my uh, butt. Yeah. Sammy, I would like to make an executive decision that we do <laughs> not talk about the Kansas City Royals or the Detroit Detroit Tigers. Honestly, I am fine with that. The I, Royals, I have nothing to say. The Tigers, I have like bad. They're maybe bad. two words to say, really but very, just really bad, especially <laughs> especially the Tigers. I mean, what a just. Mm. But yeah, that's all I need to say. Let's proceed. Why don't we do the American League West next? The Astros are so good. They're so good. See me. They're, they're, they're the best everywhere. team in baseball. And I well, keep, for the love of God, get rid of them. They're always there. They're always there. And Jack, they might be better this year than they've been. Like low key, like it's the Yankees were so close to getting Verlander, Sammy. They were so close. They were right there. I mean, Verlander, let's talk about him. I mean age i don't even know like what 38 is is that what it is some uh, like i mean justin verlander old as dirt should be over under 38 and a half you going over or under uh i'm gonna go over but i'm pretty sure it's it 39 eh, see oh I, a good thing i took the over um but yeah i mean verlander age 39 doing what he's been doing is unbelievable i mean it, it, you get to, it's just a pleasure, and I, unfortunately, the Astros aren't on TV for me too much. I don't really watch them too often, but whenever he takes the hill, you know you're watching history. Like here's a guy, first ballot Hall of Famer, I th- I think. I mean, he's been unreal all career, Ooh, and the fact that he's doing football. this at this age, football, baseball. it's just it's really amazing. After coming back from TJ, wow, and I mean, he's not all they have, um, you know. They have a lot of good pitching. Uh, Valdez, Yerkuti, the bullpen has been really, really good as well. Um, and, you know, Jordan Alvarez, outside of Aaron Judge, best hitter in baseball. And even, I think, once future-wise, Alvarez is going to be that guy. He's going to be that top offensive talent in baseball. Uh, he's really already there. Um, so good. I mean, that they point have- the lineup is unbelievable. The bullpen is unbelievable. The rotation. The Ast- they're the best team in the AL, and right now, it's not close. I'd agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, if you had to make a power rankings, and, and you know, we can, we can let, let's just bang out the rest of the American League quickly. Seattle, they're very interesting. Their really? bullpen is scary. Bullpen is scary. The lineup is scary potential. I feel like they're starting to kick it up a little bit. You don't have enough firepower in the lineup. I, I, I think you have some guy. Like it's when you think about the upside and like all the guys like who like talk about Suarez, who I saw something like leads the league in home runs since 2018 or something like that. So he's a power threat. Winker who can dominate right-handed pitching straight up. Julio Rodriguez who Outside of Rushman is the rookie of the year conversation. It's him and Rushman. He's been unbelievable this year as well. 
Um, I, the line they 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 do have some power. Firepower. Definitely have some boppers, but yeah. they just don't have the length for my liking. Not 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 the length to compete with some of these other AL teams, but th- you know, with that bullpen, they they can they can sneak by some teams. They, they, they can steal some games, for sure. Well, why don't we just move on to the National League? Because, I don't know, I don't yeah. really want to talk about the Texas Rangers, the Angels, or Oakland. For Yeah, I don't have too much to say on those teams at the moment. But, Sammy, let's talk about the New York Mets. They are my World Series pick right now. That team is so good. I like to win the World Series. Yes. Mm, I, I'd have to actually go with the, the Astros on that for now. But, I, I'm extremely confident that the final four teams are going to be Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, Mets. I, I'm very confident about that. I, yeah, I, I would, I mean, I mean, you you'd it. like to say, you like, you like to say, but the fun oh. thing about October is that who knows if a twins can sneak in and beat somebody or no, like not gonna beat the, the Orioles. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you never know, but the Mets there, they are in the NL right up there. I mean, they're, the second best team in the NL to me. Um, they're just, they're so good. Um, the, the pitching is where they're super strong. The lineup is not like it's better than not, you. It's better than it is on paper. Like Starling Marte is a guy. Starling Marte has been good. He's you know, dude. who's been great this year. I actually, I watched a whole video on him. Um, Luis Guillaume, man, defensively. He is a weapon. I mean, yeah, he he's is. like a Swiss Army knife defensively, and he's been pretty solid with the bat too. I, he's a fun guy to watch. I, he just plays the game the way you want it to be played. He's so fun. But you know, you, you got Alonzo, obviously. Marte's having an underrated year. I, I totally agree with that. But if you're the Mets, uh, and we'll have the other side of this conversation later, they could have gone out of the deadline and they could have acquired. That's a fair point. That is something that I was really thinking they were going to do. Um, I, I'm glad they didn't as a Cubs fan, but that would, I mean, Contreras, not only his offense, but his ability to throw guys out he would have helped the Mets drastically. And even if he's not catching every day, which he hasn't been for the Cubs, DH him. I mean, he's been like, in, you know, lately he's been on a chair. Past two weeks, he's been like a thousand plus OPS. But on the season, he's like around 850. So the Mets, they definitely could have put together a package for him. And you got to wonder why they didn't. Uh, Because they are in a position to win a World Series this year. And at the end of the day, the lack of production at that position. I mean, their everyday guy right now is like Tomas Nito or whatever. I mean, I Nito, Nito. Yeah, that's that's true. Not, I mean, he's a good defensive catcher, but his offense is horrendous. I mean, he's like, He's had like six extra base hits all year. It's just not getting the job done. And that is where other teams in this league are going to take the step above. Offensively, the Mets are just not at that level. But the pitching is right there, and they can definitely make – I mean, when you have Scherzer and DeGrom going back-to-back, you can do anything you want. You can you can win the Super Bowl for all I care. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, um, they're still right there in that conversation. Don't get me wrong. The Braves, the Braves are the Braves are still right there for that division. They're four games back mm-hmm. as we are recording this. I could see the Braves stealing it from good a, team, man. It's a good team. 
It's a, it's a really, really good team. That's a good ball club. They're well-managed. They're poised. They're experienced. You're starting to see, like, Olsen's Jeez. getting into a groove. And it's really – things are coming together. And, you know, they don't have the pitching names that the Mets do, but they have guys that are dealing and guys that in the playoffs we've seen deal. I mean, Ian Anderson in the playoffs could be one of the best pitchers in baseball. So – I'm looking forward to seeing the Braves in October because a repeat is not out of the question at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. All That's right, true. next team, Jack. That's Who, true. Who's the next team? The Phils, the Phillies, the mm. Phillips, the Philadelphias. Yeah. That, you know what? They, they've been good. What even is a Philly? Is it just like short for the Phil? Are they short for the Philadelphia Philadelphias? Hmm. Or is like a Philly a legitimate thing? I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. I, you know, I've always wondered that actually. I've never like, I'm taking too Philly. much time to think about it. What? Yeah, what is a Philly? It just says a Philly is a resident of Philly. Philly is a resident of Philadelphia. So they're, I think they're just the Philadelphia Philadelphias. That's pretty stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah. Wow, who knew? Now we know. We do know. Now we but, know. Yeah, the 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 Phillies, um, they've been pretty solid. Um, and I feel like they're a team that's just they're just never gonna be in that position to be elite. They're very good. The lineup has been dangerous with you know Schwarber and Reese Hoskins, who's getting really hot lately. Um, but. I just feel like they're never going to take the hump. Nola's been good, but it's not a super deep rotation. Suarez, too, I should mention. Nola and Wheeler is a legitimate one-two that you do not want to see in a playoff series. I will say that. That, that is true. And, you know, Ranger Suarez has also been pretty solid. So they, they got some guys that can do damage. Um, and they, they, they're just – they're solid. That's the that's – the, Size praise I can give them. They're solid team, but they're not a great team. They're not there yet. Not a great team. You heard it here first. Let's move on to the Central, the Cardinals. Red hot lately. I mean, have you seen? I think they're like 15 and three in their last uh, however many games that is, 18. And you know what? I want to talk about Albert Pujols for a second because the past week or two weeks, yeah, do you think like, he's gonna, God, I want him to get to 700. He has so been the past so few weeks. weeks He's been looking like vintage pool holes. I mean, he's he's been hitting home runs left and right. He is at 692 or three. So, Jack, I am feeling more and more confident that if he sticks it out another year, I mean, I. Well, this is his last year. He said that. Oh, he said that? Yes. You're right. You're right. It's going to be close, man. Oh, I don't think he can do it. Oh, God. I don't think he can do it. I mean, He's going to need eight home runs in a little bit over a month. And he's been hitting great as a – I mean, he's Albert Pujols. And oh, if he had 700, that would I, – I hate the Cardinals as much as the next Cubs fan, but that would be such a cool moment. I mean, 700 is like – that's what? Barry Bonds, Henry Aaron, Babe Ruth. That's it. Albert Pujols, if he gets there. I mean, it, it gives you chills just saying those names. And then 
Albert Pujols right there. I mean, it. Yeah. I really hope that he does it. I mean, I. That'd be pretty dang cool, wouldn't it? Really cool. Really, really. Cool. Really cool. The Brewers. Can we talk about what the Brewers are doing, trading away Josh Hader? Like, it's so dumb. It's so well, dumb. Well, you know, it's dumb, but for me, not for the reason of your bullpen. Because Hader, really, since like May, has been pretty awful. So if you're talking this season, do you think they saw some like, underlying the right numbers? He hasn't been good. He hasn't been great. But to me, the mistake in trading him is the message it sends to your guys. Because, yeah, he's not great, but he's Josh Hader. He has been the consensus best reliever in baseball for two or three years now. So to trade him tells your guys that we don't have confidence in you or we're not going to be able to win this division, which they're very well in the mix to win that maybe not so much anymore because they've fallen off. But I, from that perspective, I don't understand it. I mean, because from a bit pure business, Hader has been doing great. You get a very good reliever back in Taylor Rogers, who has been pretty good. Devin Williams was very well ready to step into that closer role. I mean, he's right there. So, like, it makes sense brain-wise, but from a heart and soul-wise, you're telling your guys that you're waving the white flag, and that's not good. So, yeah, they've been falling off, and it looks like the Cardinals are going to be running away. And now the Brewers, I mean, they might not make the playoffs. They're going to have to fight for a wild card spot because it is yeah. not guaranteed. And they're, they're still right there. Right. Right now. Oh, no. I mean, they're four and a half back in the division. That's crazy. Yeah. No, like it, they were up and then the Cardinals been hot. They've been cold. And now all of a sudden they're in a hole that if the Cardinals stay at this pace, it's going to be really tough to dig themselves out of. Sammy, we don't have to talk about any other NLEs teams. There's no other NLEs teams that are important. So why don't we just move you on? You mean Central? Yes, I mean Central. That's what I meant, Sammy. I meant Central. Wow, Jack. I see how it is. I disagree. All let's right. Talk let's talk Cubs. about those Cubbies. Let's talk about the Cubs. Hey, look. Since the All-Star break, they have been playing very, very good baseball. But and like, do you care? Like, why do you care? They're not making the playoffs. What do you rather than tank I, for Jack, draft? I do care because it, you want to see those flashes. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's more fun to watch a team that's not making the playoffs win games than lose games. I mean, because I'm going to be here watching no matter what. I'm sticking around. I'm not going anywhere. But they've been fun to watch, and it's just good to, especially the pitching. You see the flashes. Um, I might go into my Cubs deep end guys here, but guys like Justin Steele, Keegan Thompson. Guys, through the system, Justin the Cubs have developed. has been really good. Justin Steele has been unbelievable. The I mean, Cubs are patient. You get Hayden Wesnecki coming up next year. And the Cubs are patient can be really solid in a year or two. And the fun thing is, Jack, a lot of the guys are going to be homegrown Cubs guys. And when they won the World Series, none of those guys were homegrown. All of them were acquired through trades, you know, Arietta your Hendricks or free agent market like a John Lester. But now you have guys, you have a mix. You have Stroman. You got him through the free agent market. You have Wesneski, if I pronounce that right. Yes. You acquired through trade. And guys like Steele and Thompson 
who you're kind of developing through your uh, through your farm system. And it's really cool to see that finally happen because it's been a long time for the Cubs to develop starting pitchers. It has not been easy. They have not done it a lot. So it's cool to see it happen. And, you know, the offense, the, the Cubs can be a team next year. And I know I always say this, but they can very well be a team that wins the NL Central next year. That division is not good enough for that to be ruled out. If you have a good enough offseason, make the right moves, they have enough talent coming up, including our guy, Brennan Davis, hopefully back from injury, back to AAA. Friend of the show. Uh, Yeah, friend of the show, of course. But, um, yeah, it's Cubs can be fun to watch very soon. Absolutely. We don't really have to talk about any other teams in the NL Central, so let's move on to the NOS. The Dodgers, they're just such a machine. The way their player development system, I mean, they still have one of the best farm systems in baseball. They have the best. That's uh, crazy. They're going to be the most, they're they're going to have the best roster in baseball on paper for the next 20 years. That's It's it's crazy. I mean, I think they had the most, like, the list when Orioles, Dodgers, top 100, or Dodgers, Orioles, top 100 prospects. The Dodgers, I mean, it's it's just unreal. They they have won baseball. They they've cheated us all, and they're gonna win every World Series for the next twenty years. <laughs> On paper, it should be that way. Um, they, to me, they should win a World Series this year, as it is every year. The best manager in baseball, the top three pitching staff, best lineup in baseball. So why not go win the World Series? Please, uh, just do it. Be pretty cool, <laughs> and, wouldn't it? It would be really cool. I mean, they're just so fun. It, I love the Dodgers and Dodger Stadium. Also, we have not been on the podcast, Jack, since this news. But um, yes, rest in peace, Vince Scully, man. Yes, what a guy. I the goat, the goat. I mean, he just what a guy. I'm that really like I I got the notification on my phone that really truly made me sad because he's just such a good person and. He just brought so much, like, he is what baseball is all about, you know, when yes. it comes down to it. And so that that's just, it's very sad. All right, yes. Nancy. Listen, we also have not been on the podcast since the Tatis news has broke. Oh, so Sammy, God. I'm going to give you the floor. Give me your best 30 seconds on the Padres overall and Fernando Tatis. Wait, wait, just, just oh, okay. Um. So the Padres, obviously, I like what they did at the deadline. Um, Soto, obviously, he's going to be great. Josh Bell, underrated too. But it just, it really is unfortunate that it gets um, kind of overshadowed now by this Tatis news. And I think, you know, whether you believe the statement he put out or not, I don't know whether to, but it's still, it's still a dumb mistake. Even if that's 100% true, really stupid mistake. I mean, just come on. It, it is really sad. And I think John Boy or Jake said this, but for one of the most likable guys in baseball to make such a dumb mistake like this, it, it's just, it's sad. Will the Padres still be good? Yes. Did they still have a great trade deadline? Yeah. But it just, now you have this whole cloud lingering over everything. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. That's the only word. And bad for baseball. 
And listen, the Padres, they still have Juan Soto, the best hitter in baseball over the past three seasons. They're still a really good team. But are they the team they were are with Fernando Tatis Jr.? No, of course not. Let's move on. The uh, yeah. is the Giants. Um, I, dinner just got home. Uh, do you think you'll be able to hop back on in like 30 minutes? Like maybe 15, 30 minutes-ish? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, because I my, my parents, my mom just texted me. She's just Can you home. just do me a favor? Can you just stay in the Zoom so I... The bottom, ah, what's that saying? The bottom of the, the end of the line, the, the bottom, bottom of the, the, the bottom line is, yes, yes, thank you, thank you. The bottom line is that the Padres still have a good shot at making a run in the playoffs, but you can't put them up in that elite tier with the best teams in baseball anymore. No, not yet. It's really just a shame about Tatis, and hopefully, he's back to full strength once he's back but who knows if they can get back to that point it's just it really sucks especially after that trade yeah and the final team we'll be talking about today is the san francisco giants and they've just had a very disappointing season man they really have you know this is about what i expected of them though not own i mean they did lose some guys they brought some guys in too but um they, I just, I never felt like they were really that, what, 107 win team that they were last year. Like, they mm-hmm. were better than the Dodgers, and like they were better than anyone last year in the regular season. They, I just, I don't want to call it a fluke because it wasn't. You don't have an 162 game fluke, but it was a little weird, you know. And I, I had a feeling they were going to come back down to earth. They came back down to earth. They're still a very solid team, but they're about what they should be—a pretty, you know, above average ball club, but nothing special like they were last year. Definitely, and Sammy and Sammy, that is all the time we're going to have for today. I love talking some baseball with you. We're going to get into football season coming up. The juices are flowing. I'm excited for that. And do you have any last words that you would like to say? Not much. Nope. Not uh, not many last words here today. Another fun episode, as always. And, uh, yeah, nothing really to say. Another fun episode, as always. And we will see you guys next time on the next episode of Chatter from the Cheap Seats.